go back to chew the Bible. It's your good friend, A.A. Ron. Hope everyone is having an amazing or had an amazing day. It's 11.45 in the evening on this lovely November 14th, 2023. Man, today was a good day. So last night, I guess it would be last night. Yeah, yesterday, last night, I got a phone call from this lady who works with my dad. For those of y'all don't know, due to the podcast, my father unfortunately passed away last year on May 20th, 2022. And so, anyway, I got a... But I got a phone call last night with this lady who used to work with him, who was a good friends with my father at work at Ford. And a uh, sweet lady. <laughs> Part of me wonders if my dad ever thought about dating this woman. But she just loved, adored my dad. And um, she was one of the first people to talk to my brother and I when she found out yeah, from Ford, yeah. When she found out, she had to, she made sure to get a hold of us and wanted to talk to us and just tell us how much, how special my dad was and how much of a man of God he was and how much he encouraged her. I think she was his supervisor or something like that. Anyway, so anyway, she called me last night and said, hey, I have this Bible for, that's been in my drawer for a while. I've been meaning to give to you and your brother. Um, and it has like a card in it and some some money in it for you and your brother so anyway, i go down i go there this morning after i dropped my one uh new regular rider uh this lady who works at gm i took her to work and then i went to ford real quick and um it's crazy yeah she, she had on a deer shirt sweater <laughs> just funny god you're funny those of y'all know you know i recently hit a deer and i was talking about psalm 42 recently about how yeah as a deer painted for water so my soul thirst for you something like that uh for those of y'all been listening to the podcast you understand it would all make sense but yeah uh, she had all this deer sweater and then she gives me this big old like this is big old like coffee table bible type bible in a box it's weird because I had in that moment I feel like I had deja vu like I feel like I've like experienced this moment before anyway it was very weird but cool at the same time. So, anyway, I uh, open it up real quick and I look at the card. And I haven't read all the things that people have said. This is the card is just covered in all these things that people wrote. These long messages that people like crammed into the corners of this card, the sympathy card. I haven't read it yet because I know the stuff on there is going to just make me cry. So, um, yeah, um, then I open up and the end is, I'm just count, start counting the cash and it's $242. 
And I personally, as y'all know, I'm big on numbers, like in the Bible. I feel like there, God speaks through numbers a lot. And um, yeah, so the number ending in 42 cracked me up because I was like, remind me of Psalm 42. And then I looked up, I just typed there, 2 colon, 2 colon 42 on Google, and it popped up Acts 242. I'll let y'all go look that up, but it just talks about loving one another and share, make sure, eating meals with one another and basically what the church is supposed to be. And um, anyway, that was just a beautiful thing. That lady is so sweet. Gave her a big old hug. Then I went to prayer. I was a little bit late, and I showed the guys a prayer. And uh, yeah, then I just came home, and all I've been doing like all day is just resting. I can't remember the last time I've done this where I just rested all day. I did a little bit of reading, listened to some podcasts. I read more from my book, God's Generals, and, um, yeah, today's just been a good day, uh, now, oof, there's a small chance my insurance company will not cover the repairs on my car, so your boy might just be riding around with, uh, a big old hole in the front of his car. Stay tuned on that. Uh, but I am thinking about seriously renting a Tesla tomorrow. I have an appointment to go pick it up. I kind of just want to try it out. See what it's like. Just say I drove a Tesla. If I don't like it, I can always turn it in. Anyway, here we are. Matthew 13, Parables of the Kingdom. Reading on the KJV. The same day went Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside and great multitudes were gathered together unto him. Oh, man, y'all. And great multitudes were gathered together unto him so that he went into his ship and sat and the whole multitude stood on the shore, the sower, and he spake. Let me pause for a second. I just had this random thought. I was thinking about Hillary, the young lady I met on Upward a couple years ago. And I decided, last time she told me she was dating somebody or something and things were getting serious. But then I just looked her up on Facebook and there's no pictures with her and old dude. So I guess they're not like official yet. You know, it's not official until you make it Facebook official. <laughs> so all I do use Facebook now is to... Uh, to snoop on people I've been doing pretty good about I took a break from it just stop posting things because it can be an addiction this desire to like to say something and then like have people actually listen and like it and respond or whatever I don't know just get stuff off your chest and know that somebody's listening this partly why I do this podcast partly why I'm doing the podcast more. I don't know. 
Oh, I'm planning on going to church tomorrow. That'll be interesting because uh, <laughs> I may or may not have a hard conversation with my pastor. Just about, I don't think I'm going to be coming back to that location. So we'll see. Part Part of me wants to, even though part of me knows I need to be planted somewhere, the whole concept of being planted in a church is, I'm kind of rethinking all of it. Especially after watching the craze interview about the deep end and like this Western concept of what church is. Um, of, yeah, going every Sunday, Wednesday. And just watching these productions done, conducted on the stage. And then uh, might have like a Friday night group where it feels forced. Or, yeah, these small groups that feel forced and inauthentic. And um, I've just I've just experienced so much church in my life. And, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to describe um, what I'm trying to say. Um, just stay tuned, y'all. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. But, oh, back to what I was saying about Hillary. Shout out, Hillary. If you're listening to the podcast, I just want to say hello. Uh, thought about emailing you, but no. Nah. I don't know. I, just, I was telling another friend, Christine. I should probably just be using fake names for these people. You know what? I'm not using her last name. I'm just going to use her first name. I was telling this young lady, Christine, another young lady I met on Upward, that I'm just reopening my friendships with women again. So, and then whoever is meant to be, like, if it's meant to be for me to have, to marry one of these women, great. But there's a part of me that thinks I might, there's like at least a 5% chance I might have the gift of singleness. Uh, the longer I go abstaining from, from like sexual, giving into sexual sin, right? Like masturbation and all that kind of stuff. Um, or even dating anybody. I haven't dated anybody seriously in over a year. And so the longer I've gone doing that, and I've been a virgin, technically, a born again virgin, going on since August 16th, 2019. Is that what? I don't know. I forgot. I used to have the date. It's in my phone. Let's look it up. I always type it in here. Last time. I had sex. Nope, that's not it. Last time I had sex. Here it goes. August 16th, 2019. Wow. Crazy. Let's see. Let's look it up. I'm 
about to add Hillary as a friend and see if she accepts. <laughs> yeah, Harry, you're silly. No, nah, don't do it. Delete. Where is it? Uh, what am I doing, y'all? Oh, how long ago was August 16th, 2019? 1,551 days ago. Four years... Two months, 29 days. That's how long it's been since I've had sex, y'all. So I made it that long. It's part of me that's like, might as well keep going. All right, let's go. Let's read. All right. The same day went Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside and great multitudes were gathered together unto him so that he went into a ship and sat and the whole multitude stood on the shore the sower and he spake many things unto them in parables saying behold a sower went forth to sow and when he sowed some seeds fell by the wayside and the fowls came and devoured them up some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth and for with forthwith they sprung up some old words forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth and when the sun was up they were scorched and because they had no root they withered away and some fell among thorns and the thorns sprung up and choked them but other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit some and hundredfold some sixtyfold some thirtyfold who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Yes, Lord, help us to be the good ground. Share. No, I want to do it. Keep your head to the sky. All right. Verse 10, and the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. For whosoever hath to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not from him shall be taken away, even that he hath. Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not. Neither do they understand, and in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their heart 
and should be converted, and I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For verily I say unto you, that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which ye see, and have not seen them, and to hear those things which ye hear, and have not heard them. Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. When any one heareth the word of the kingdom, and understandeth it not, understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one, and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received seed by the wayside, but he that received the seed into stony places, the same as he that heareth the word, and anon with joy receiveth it. Yet hath he not root in himself, but dureth for a while, for when tribulation and persecution ariseth, because of the word, by and by he is offended. He also that received seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word, and the care of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, choke the word, and he becometh unfruitful. But he that received seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word, and understandeth it, which also beareth fruit, and bringeth forth some an hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Pretty straightforward, y'all, right? No explanation needed. Let's keep going. The tares. Verse 24. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, didst not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence then hath it tares? He said unto them, An enemy had done this. The servant said unto him, Wilt thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, Nay, lest while ye gather up the tares, ye root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow together unto the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together first the tares, and bind them in bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. Once again, pretty straightforward, right? <laughs> Let's keep going. Mustard seed. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like to a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all seeds. But when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs and becometh a tree, so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. 11. Another parable spake he unto them, The kingdom of heaven is like unto heaven, unto leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole was leavened. All these things spake Jesus unto the multitude in parables, and without a parable spake he not unto them, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet, saying, I will open my mouth in parables, I will utter things which have been kept secret from the foundation of the world. Here we go. <laughs> For those of y'all that were struggling to understand the parable of the tares, let's go. He's about to break it down. This is this is the original behind the music. You know how people do those behind the music where they ask the musician what 
they were thinking when they made a certain song, what was, you know, what was going on in their life? How do they, how do they create that song? How do they come up with the lyrics? Boom. Explanation. Here we go. The terrors explain. Then Jesus sent the multitude away. Could you imagine if Jesus, when he was doing these parables, he was like rapping them in bars and had like somebody was like on a drum doing a beat <laughs> behind him as he was doing it. Anyway, and then Jesus spent, sent the multitude away and went into the house and his disciples came unto him saying, it's interesting that he's doing this explanation after he sends the multitudes away. And it's only his inner circle, the disciples that actually get the, the jewels, the, the, um, they get the treasure to hear the explanation they get the insider information. There you go. And Jesus sent, this is what it's like when you have an intimate, close relationship with God. Like, you get insight. You get to go deeper. Um, he, she reveals things to you. All right. Uh, then Jesus sent the multitude away and went into the house and his disciples came unto him saying, declare unto us the parable of the tares of the field. He answered and said unto them, he, he that soweth the good seed in the son of man is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. But the tares are the children of the wicked one. Ooh, the enemy that sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world. And the reapers are the angels. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so shall it be in the end of this world. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out his kingdom all things that offend, and them which do iniquity, and shall cast them to a furnace of fire. Ouch. And shall cast them to a furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Treasures. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a treasure hidden in the field. I need to read some more commentary on Matthew 13. Yeah, Matthew thirteen thirty six. All right, treasures. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field. The which, when a man hath found, he hideth, and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath and buyeth that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls, who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. The dragnet. 
again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a net that was cast into the sea and gathered of every kind, which when it was full, they drew to shore and sat down and gathered the good into vessels, but cast the bad away. So it shall be at the end of the world, and the angel shall come forth and sever the wicked from among the just and shall cast them into the furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Jesus saith unto them, Have ye understood all these things? They say unto him, Yea, Lord, yes, Lord. Then said he unto them, Therefore every scribe which is instructed unto the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is an householder, which bringeth forth out of his treasure things new and old. And it came to pass that when Jesus had finished these parables, he departed thence. The rejection. Verse 54. And when he was come into his own country, he taught them in their synagogue, insomuch that they were astonished and said, Whence hath this man this wisdom and these mighty works? Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary and his brethren James and Joseph and Simon and Judas and his sisters? Are they not all with us? Whence then hath this man all these things? And they were offended in him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, save in his own country, in his own house. And he did not many mighty works there because of their unbelief. All right, I'm about to bust out the Tony Evans Study Bible real quick because I want to see, see here, Matthew 13. Let's see what he has to say about Matthew Matthew thirteen thirty six. Matthew thirteen. Matthew thirteen. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Though the kingdom started out small, it would continue to expand and spread throughout the world by the power of the Holy Spirit. Matthew frequently observes how Jesus's life, words, and deeds fulfill the Old Testament. Even his ministry of teaching and parables is a fulfillment of scripture. Self-righteous religion will grow in the world alongside true Christianity. There will be those who appear to be saved. They use spiritual sounding language and get involved in church programs, but their Christianity is only an imitation. They may camouflage themselves among true believers, but God can't be deceived. Here, weeping and gnashing of teeth refers to the profound regret of unbelievers who are cast into hell since they enter eternity without imputed righteousness. 
What is imputed righteousness? All right, Second Corinthians five twenty one. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. Since God is making his appeal through us, we plead on Christ's behalf. We be reconciled to God. He made the one who did not know sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. In exchange for our sins, Jesus offers to give us his perfect righteousness. That is when we place our faith in him. He credits our spiritual bank accounts with his own perfection. The theological term for this transaction is imputation. When you believe, not amputation, imputation. When you believe in Jesus as your substitutionary atonement, your sin is imputed or credited to Christ and his righteousness is imputed to you. This is the glorious exchange that the gospel offers to everyone who will receive it. And this is the good news of which we Christians are ambassadors. Now back to what he was saying in Matthew 13. Those who discover and recognize the worth of living life under the rule of God will sacrifice anything of earthly value for participation in his kingdom. Like the parable of the weeds and wheat, this illustration describes the final judgment when those who persist in unrepentance and unbelief will be cast into hell. Hell is an uncomfortable topic, but when you're dying of cancer and need drastic medical treatment, the doctor isn't concerned about making you comfortable. He tells you about the plan that might save your life. Sin is worse than cancer. Christians need to share the truth about Jesus so that unbelievers have a chance to undergo gospel surgery and avoid the blazing furnace of God's judgment. Let's finish out the rest of this commentary. All believers are called to be disciples of Jesus and students of the word. As you grow in understanding the Bible, both the new, the teachings of Jesus and the apostles in the New Testament and the old, the law and the prophets of the Old Testament, you are to help the world know the king and, king and follow his kingdom rule. God will choose not to do things that he wants to do when you don't take. God will choose not to do things that he wants to do when you don't take seriously what he has to say. Don't be a hindrance to God's work in your life. Believe his word. Trust his promises. Follow in obedience. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this word. Help us to take your word seriously, Lord. Help us to not be like those who um, live in unrepentant sin and unbelief, Lord, and have to experience eternal separation from you in hell, Lord. We just thank you all for your grace, your mercy, Lord. I pray for, help me to have sound wisdom as I go throughout my days, my weeks, months. Help me to make sound financial decisions, Lord, sound. Um, just continue to order my stuff, especially when it comes to make, like work and making money and being able to provide for my kids and 
just provide for myself, Lord, to be able to live and pay all these bills and these debts. I pray for anybody else that's in debt or dealing with any kind of financial challenges. I pray they'll put all their trust in you, Lord. Um, those that are in need of, need of miracles, we just thank you, Lord. We just pray for a miracle, a miracle, a miracle. Uh, through health, whether it's health or finances or both, and family restoration. Ultimately, Lord, at the end of the day, do whatever it takes so that we would all surrender our lives to you and seek after you first. Seek your kingdom first. In Jesus' my name I pray. Amen. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him, and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.